everyone and welcome to another edition of the Jim and the King NFL podcast. I'm Jim, sitting to my left is the King, and we're here to talk about the NFL. How you doing, King? I'm good. Very How fe- are you doing? Very festive, despite having no... <laughs> Merry Christmas! Oh, Merry Christmas indeed, yes. Yes, very festive. No decorations in my house, sadly. It is sparse. It is sparse, uh, which is great. <laughs> Because it means I don't have to clean it all up no, next week. That is so bachelor. Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, yeah, how was your Christmas? It was great, mate. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we got to watch a whole slate of games. Yeah. With it being holidays. And fantastic games they were as well. Oh, this was a great week. It was. It this was. This was a beautiful week of games. I think we're going to have to go in a bit more detail a bit later, aren't we? Yeah, I think for this episode, guys, what we'll do is we'll uh, actually look at all of the games because a lot of them deserve some, some proper time. Some of them we'll skip over. Yep. But for the majority, I think we have to go a little bit deeper than just the usual roundup. Yeah. And I went a bit heavy over the over the Christmas period. So oh, yeah. I think we're going to have to lean on you for most, <laughs> of, the, most of the analysis. Sorry. Uh-oh. Yeah. I'm, uh, yeah, burning the candle at both ends, sadly. You're a bit so. fragile today, are you? A little bit. A little bit fragile. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yes. Yes. All right. Okay. Still excited to record a podcast during the Christmas period. Good. Which is really nice. So. It is. Yes. And hopefully. People have got some time off work and they have a chance to listen. And catch up on the old ones if they didn't get to listen to those. Absolutely. Especially the Packers and Raiders podcast we did, where we had actual interviewees in. Yep, some fans, Tim and the Punk Punk Raider. Raider. Yes, so that's good. Uh, So, yeah, you kind of touched on it. We're going to skip over the games of the week, because all of them were good, pretty much. But let's not skip over your hot takes, King, because obviously news doesn't stop. No, it doesn't. Especially in the NFL. Yes. On week 16, so... Yeah. Let's have some of these hot takes in, sir. Yeah. Uh, the rumour mill slash it's definitively <laughs> happened. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so we've had uh, we've had some injuries. Let's uh, start with the injuries first. Yes, so Marcus Mariota and Derek Carr, both young, emerging quarterbacks, talented. <laughs> yeah, both have fractured right fibulas. Yeah. That's not a nice injury. It's like Blood Brothers, isn't it? They had to get the same yeah. body part broken. Yeah, and it, both, of, both of them looked fairly innocuous uh, when it had... It wasn't a Tyler Lockett-style injury. No, that looked, oh. that looked bad, didn't it? Um, yes, so if it looked fairly innocuous, but you could see immediately they were both sort of writhing in pain. So mm-hmm. it's not good to see, especially not... It's not nice for, for Mariota, obviously, and we'll touch on the length of time they're both out, but for Derek Carr specifically how well the team's going and the high hopes they had moving into the playoffs. Yeah. That's going to be a real hamper. Uh, ham, ham, hamperer. Hamperer for them. <laughs> yes, thank you for that. But I mean, the Titans, if they'd won against the Jags, they'd still be way into the uh, playoff picture. Yes, yes. So this has really torpedoed their season. Yeah, it has. It has. Because when you put Matt Castle in, there's a drop-off. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Mariota's... The size of a cliff. Yeah. <laughs> Mariota's playing really well. Um, with and we touched on the fact he's not got a huge amount of weapons around him besides Delaney Walker mm-hmm. and those running backs. The outside weapons aren't aren't household names to say the least. No. Um, so I think he's been hugely impressive. We've you know we've mentioned a number of times him and him and Winston as a one and two combination is is one of the better ones I can think of, frankly. Um, as quarterbacks going one and two, so yeah. it's you know he was someone I was actually excited to watch. He's he's so. <sighs> He's just impressive, isn't he? His arms, his arms well, are great. His legs are great until we, until till this weekend. <laughs> we'll always disagree about Mar- Marcus Mariota because you're more high on him than I am. Yes. I think he went in the right position out of those one two. I I can't. I prefer Winston. I can't too. dispute that, but I still think Mariota <laughs> is hugely impressive. 
Um, but both have the same injury, Jim. Yeah. Do both have the same doctor? <laughs> well, I wouldn't have thought so. They're quite far apart in terms of location. Yes. And also length of time out, apparently. Yeah. So same injury, fractured right fibula, as we mentioned. Mm-hmm. Marcus Mariota is scheduled to be out for four to five months. Yeah. Whereas Derek Carr is scheduled to be out for six to eight weeks. Maybe Derek Carr has got Donald Trump's doctor. Right, okay, yeah. He's fine. He's got, he's got the best doctor. He's yeah. the best physical specimen in the world. Yeah, it's the best broken leg I've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Outstanding. If you're going to break it, that's how you do it. Yeah. So, you know, potentially, obviously, we haven't had full reports. So we don't know why there's, there's such a disparity with those diagnoses, but... Maybe it's because one team's season hasn't finished yet. Oh, okay. So you think- and if the Titans were still p- pushing for the playoffs... I think you probably hear a very similar time frame yeah. for getting Mariota back in. Now the season's effectively over for them. Yep. Doesn't matter how long he's out for, as long as he's back for OTAs next year. Yeah, yeah. Give him a full, Whereas full chance to actually rehab himself. The Raiders are heading into the playoffs. They are. And six to eight weeks sounds ominously like we want him back for the uh, for the Super Bowl, if we can get him. That would be a kick in the McGloin, wouldn't it? If, if, <laughs> Very good. If Matt McGloin got all the way to the Super Bowl, yeah, can you and then, uh, out you go, mate. We've got a hobbled up Derek Carr to come back in. Yeah, I don't think that that would be the Romo-Prescott debate, though. I, I think they would chuck Derek Carr in immediately. Ooh. Just saying, mate. That's, that's, if he gets him to the play, in, into the Super Bowl... Yeah. You're going to bench then Matt McGloin. Yeah, and then he's going to sign for the Texans for 90 million <laughs> and have a really bad season next year. We know that can't happen. Well, they're this not, is true. This they're is not true. allowed to do that. No, they've not got enough room on their salary cap. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, huge losses for both teams. R- just such a shame, really. Um, obviously, you don't want to see injuries to anyone, and Derek Carr in particular, with with the way they've that, that team's... They've finally turned the corner, looked like they were a genuine threat to go on and and could have been Super Bowl bound mm-hmm. and now you know McGloin's serviceable but McGloin. servi- serviceable at best is probably the best way to McGloin describe it <laughs> kicking the McGloin I had to I had to console two uh, Raiders super fans did you uh, when it happened actually King yeah both Punk Raider and Kimmy were saying the season's over and I'm saying to him look you know Matt McGloin he's still coming and he's gotten the win yep you know it They've got a very good team around him. They've got a great O-line that can protect him. Yeah. They've got good, serviceable running backs. Mm-hmm. They've got great receivers. They have got great receivers. And they've got a defense which makes plays. They have. So you don't need to have... I mean, as the Broncos showed us last season... I was going to say, that sounds ominously the like the Broncos. Yeah. yeah. All you need is one that doesn't make mistakes. Mm. And Matt McGloin, as I mentioned to them on Twitter, if you check us out on at Jim and the King... Yeah, you would know that I was saying that Matt McGloin is actually not too similar to Matt Moore. I wouldn't have thought so as a as a serviceable backup. Yes, someone that can come in and not lose you games, which mm-hmm. is all you really want. Yeah, yeah. So I don't think there's it's not the end of the season as far as I'm concerned for the Raiders. No, it's I don't know enough about I've not seen enough of McGloin to know uh, you know what impact that will have. But what I've seen of Derek Carr is is uh, you know you could put him in the debate for an MVP candidate. And you could. You can't really take. You well. You might not want to, but he's been. He. You can't dispute the fact he's been fantastic this season, and t- to lose someone of that calibre, uh, regardless of, who, of who's stepping in, is um, you know is going to be difficult. I'm not and saying you wanted to lose him. <laughs> no, of course not. And uh, the problem is they've only. Well, it's kind of lucky and also maybe a bit of a hindrance is he. At least he's got one game before the playoffs start to. Yeah, he got try an extra week. Him, so. McGloin's been there. It's his fourth year now. Yeah. 
He knows the playbook inside and out. He must do. Yeah, yeah. So to, I mean, it's such a great situation for them to be in where you've got a guy who must know the playbook. Yep. Is serviceable as a backup. Yep. He just And he, you've got an extra week now. You just need yeah, he just doesn't need to as long as he doesn't turn the ball over, they've got a chance. Yeah. Which means they'll be running it up the gut, which is all the Raiders do when they're running the ball. Yeah, it's 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 interesting that the, the one thing that I think could be a, a help to him is now when previously when he played for the Raiders they didn't have Amari Cooper. Nope. Who is who is a catch a slant Odell Beckham esque run after the catch, which he seems to do every time against my Chargers. Mm-hmm. So to have quick, short to intermediate routes that Cooper can run, that can he can then create big plays should in theory take some of the pressure off McGloin to be tossing it up but it's not just uh, Murray Cooper though is it you've got Michael Crabtree who's one of the most clutch receivers yeah you've got Seth Roberts who's a pretty good blocker as well for a receiver yeah yeah, yeah. you've got Andre Holmes you've got Clive Wolford who's starting to step up in the passing game yeah. over the last few weeks yeah Rivera's not bad either no Michael Rivera yeah no they've, uh, they have got a plethora of talent yeah, outside. so just just calm down, Raiders okay. fans. You know we're still gunning for you. Yeah, no, we are. Go- we're, they're super exciting to watch, both yeah. on both sides of the ball. So it's um, yeah, I you know, and they made the it's playoffs this year, and that's very exciting. Yeah, first time since two thousand and two. So exactly. You know, you've, you you you're on the up besides this injury, and if it is only <laughs> six to eight weeks, it doesn't sound too serious as well, which is good, which is good news. Mm-hmm. Um, let's have another hot take then, King. Let's let's move straight on to the the most recent bit of uh, or the most. Well, it is the most recent bit of news, actually, frankly. <laughs> Rex Ryan's been fired. Yeah. He's out of a job. I was really thinking when we were on this morning, I was mm. thinking, we finally stopped the domino of, of coaches getting fired yeah. over the last few weeks. And then, guess what happens? Yes. Yes, he's gone. So that's three now, right? That's three. Three for three. Fisher, Bradley, Ryan. Yes. Yes. So he's been fired. He was 8-8 eight and eight in 2015. They're 7-8 and eight so far. Which means they could get eight and they eight. They could get again. eight and eight. Yep. So that's you know he's not tailed off per se, but I think it was playoff or bust was the expectation for him. I mean they're playing the Jets this week, so there's every chance they get back to eight yeah, and eight. Absolutely, absolutely. And actually, I think they've been playing a bit better than last year. Yeah, I would say so. Last yeah. year it was just win loss, win loss, win loss. Yeah, yeah. They they had a string of victories in the middle of the season, and they and they looked playoff bound. They looked like the Miami Dolphins in that division that. Mm-hmm. were suddenly on the upwards curve and, and then the Dolphins decided to step up another gear hand the ball to JHI and, and sort of run with it yeah so um, yes yeah, so I, I, I don't know how I feel about this firing I, I think it's a real head scratcher when you yeah. think about last season where they lost all the pass rush mm. they, their sacks dropped right off yep this season it's starting to come back it so has. actually the defence is starting to play better yep plus the offence they've had Sammy Watkins out for a large portion of it yeah he's come back and he's torching Secondaries, I know. Because so I, what's, what's I the took problem? him in the second round of my fantasy draft and got really angry that he then got injured straight away. <laughs> oh, did you really? Okay. I did. And Keenan Allen in third round. So I've had a really good year for the <laughs> wide receivers in fantasy. You've had a good season in fantasy, yeah, King. Yeah, I have. Um, Let's have it right. But yeah, so, what, yeah Watkins looks great. What, what can you do, really? I think Not he's definitely started to turn the corner. And that, well, we are talking last week about teams like the Rams mm-hmm. and the Jags that give their coaches every chance. Why would you want to go to Buffalo now and they give Rex Ryan two years? Yeah, and when he looks like he's turning it around, give him the boot. Yeah, it's it's interesting what he does next because he's uh, he's sort of said fairly openly, frankly, that he doesn't want to go back to become a defensive coordinator, which I think is a role he would excel in. Mm. Um, so I think the next step or the insinuation he's given is is potentially an anchor or TV role. 
uh, not an anchor, but an analyst or sort of, you know slash game day TV role. Right. Um, you know, he's a person. He's got the personality for that. Yeah. He hasn't got the looks for it. Let's be honest. But <laughs> the personality's there, absolutely. But I don't know. I don't know if that's a. Well, if John Gruden's chair's empty, then yeah, uh, potentially. There's... Potentially, he's he's such a good analyst, John Gruden. So yeah. I, I do love him. Oh yeah, it's watching the Cowboys stuff, and he's for someone like me who's not played the game when they're younger. Uh, the way he dissects plays and explains them to people, it's just it's mm-hmm. amazing. Any time he's he's a commentator, it, I just love watching those games. Yeah, watch the uh, Cowboys Lions highlights. The mm-hmm. way he talks about when Randy Gregory comes off the edge and just completely misses. Yeah, on the touchdown drive for the yeah yeah. Sounds like, sounds like he should be a head coach, don't you think? Sounds like he might be a head coach again, with any luck. You never know. But yeah, uh, yeah the, the the Rex Ryan, obviously Rob Ryan's gone with him, for those of you who don't know. His <laughs> that would have been the weirdest thing if Rob Ryan was still there. Can you the imagine? Yeah. Can you imagine? But yeah, so just, I don't know, I've not really talked much about it besides just saying what's happened. I don't know how I feel about that firing. Because were, the, were look, the team It doesn't that, look good for the team. Were the team that good? There were a lot of changes since they made the playoffs a couple of years ago. And then comes the next story out of Buffalo. Which, well, yeah, let's talk about what they're doing this week. This week so. Yeah, um, they've benched Tyrod Taylor <laughs> as well. So they fired their head coach, they fired their defensive coordinator, they've promoted their offensive coordinator to head coach. Anthony Lynn. Anthony Lynn, who was their running back coach at the start of the season. Yeah, he was. So yeah. he's had the most meteoric rise that I've ever seen in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, why, why? Well, no, I think he actually was head coach for a game or something when, in between. Or was he? I think so. I'm pretty sure he had a a one game stint or something. Oh, just 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 came to me then. Probably wrong, but I'm fairly certain he did. I believe you, and that's all that matters, Jim. Uh, yeah, but why are they benching Tyra Taylor? What's that about? The guys had a good year, right? Yeah, well, he's not the problem, is he? What over over 550 yards rushing, over 3,000 yards throwing. Yeah, I think it's like 19 interceptions to seven. Uh, sorry, no, 19 no. touchdowns to seven, seven interceptions. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. That's, that's really solid. That's fine. Yeah. 90 passer rating, um, QBRs, that's fine. Yeah. Just shy well. of 90. Um, it's, it comes down to drafting, doesn't it? And when a GM goes on the line and picks up a quarterback in the first round, high in the first round as well. Yeah, 16th overall. You don't want to be proven wrong. No. And sometimes, you know... You, you live and die on those dra- on those uh, drafts, mm. and for Doug Whaley, he's all in on EJ Manuel. He is, yeah. and sometimes it might just be if EJ Manuel has a great game against he blows up the Jets secondary, which is entirely possible. Yes, it is. Then you might not want to start EJ Manuel again, but if you can get a good trade for him, then you can at least recoup some of what you've lost, and then it's not a complete bust in the fans' eyes. So is he restricted free agent then? I don't know. Because if he's unrestricted, <laughs> they won't be able to get a trade for him. Whereas if he's a restricted free agent, they can potentially get compensatory picks for him. Yeah. Um, so it depends on that. I haven't researched it either, so that's, that's totally on us. But Thinking about logic, I can only think that's the reason why they're doing it. Because if he's unrestricted, then why would you give anyone a sniff about what, how good he is? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. So it but must be that they can pick up some picks for this. Potentially. The only other thing I'm hearing is that Tyrod Taylor is due £30 million guaranteed if he gets injured in this game. Yeah. And they obviously aren't going to make don't the playoffs, pay that off and they don't want to pay it off if, if he's not going to be around um, I think their expectation is Taylor's they're going to be their starter next season but if you're going to start someone for one game you've had EJ Manuel for four years now in your, we know in your what building, EJ Manuel is you know what he is what you don't know is who Cardell Jones is 
Well, what we've seen of him, he's looked all right. Yeah, so he's a fourth-round pick out of Ohio State this season. So he's a rookie this year. He's the enigma because yeah. he only played about seven or eight games in college. He had, when I think it was JT Barrett got injured for Ohio State, came in during the playoff and led them to led them to a national title. Mm-hmm. He then got beaten out by JT Barrett for the starting job four games into this season. Yeah. So Cardell Jones is the enigma. You took him based on a very, very small sample size. And and he looked good in preseason. But maybe try and understand what he's like. And if you're not sold on Tyrod Taylor, at least you've then got another option. Or whether you then need to go and draft another quarterback or take, pick someone up in free agency as a backup. So it's a bit of a strange one to me, this this whole starting EJ Manuel for the last, ultimately what's probably going to be his last ever game for the Buffalo Bills. Yeah. It's, I don't know. He's not, oh, he's not. He's unrestricted. I've just looked it up. He's unrestricted. Yeah. So there is no reason then. <laughs> there is absolutely no reason to be playing EJ Manuel in the last game, besides maybe they're just going to let him get blown up. Well, what? <laughs> not literally blown up. I mean, just not block and let right. him get cl- battered. But yeah, strange decision. Strange, strange things are happening in the Buffalo region. None of them really good either. I mean, that doesn't speak well to no, no the management this, there. This sort of turbulence and turmoil doesn't stink of playoff type sort of ownership and longevity and consistency. And you know, they've got some talented players, but I don't know who'd want to come into that job when there's other jobs available that I think. I think the Jacksonville job's better than that, personally. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I was just reading here that the Bills elected not to pick up Manuel's fifth-year rookie option, but... Right, so the team option, yeah. If Doug Whaley's still there for the foreseeable, it's not impossible that they might consider him coming back as a as a backup. Potentially. And the fact that they've not taken the option means they'd have to redo his contract. Yeah. But he's on a rookie contract anyway, so it won't be huge. Um do you want him as a backup? Because there's always going to be that lingering thing that? if he was a first-round pick. Maybe he is what we thought he was. Mm-hmm. He's been a real cancer in that side as far as I'm concerned. So. It's really messed up with the team dynamic. Yeah, and all the reports I'm hearing as well is that there was issues, friction between one of the determining factors for Ryan being fired was there was sort of friction between him and ownership and, and GMs mm-hmm. regarding him continuing to stick with Tyrod Taylor and not put EJ Manuel in. Yeah, which to me is ridiculous from seeing both of those two play. Yeah. It makes no management sense. Management aren't coaches. That's the reason you have management and coaches yeah, yeah. separate. Yeah, yeah. I get paid to, to run the team and, and yeah. play the players that I think need to be played. It's, yeah, it's it's mental. Absolutely <laughs> mental. So if there are some Bills fans, yeah, we try to give you know. as much insight as we can regarding your organisation. <laughs> but if there's anything else you'd like to discuss, please hit us up on Twitter. Leave us a comment. At Jim and the King. At Jim and the King. And uh, we can discuss. Yeah. yeah, strange things. I just thought I'd talk about the the recent events. Well, we have to talk about Rex Ryan getting fired, yeah. For sure. Any other hot takes you got there, King? No, I was going to try and talk about the the Tony Romo situation with regards to whether you'd play him at all Mm. in the last game. Yeah. I don't know if I'd start him, but I think if you're up or getting blown out, I'd chuck him in for the second and... uh, Sorry, for the third and fourth quarters just to get some him some playing time and you know shake off any cobwebs he's got from from that lengthy period he's had either injured or sat on the bench unless they're worried like I am that he's only one player away from retiring potentially or he comes in and 
is phenomenal and then causes even more of a <laughs> yeah, stir. I mean, more problems, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, there's a couple of factors there that they are considering. But uh, you've you've said they've come out and said that he's definitely not starting. They've said that they're or not. Or Jerry Jones has. Jerry right? Jones has said that he's not starting. Yeah, but as we said, ownership shouldn't be involved in who plays and who doesn't play. But I always see Jerry Jones and Jason Garrett as the uh, Anthony Hopkins relationship with Westworld characters. Right, okay. I don't know if you've seen Westworld, but... I have, yeah. Jerry Jones is the owner. He's God for them. Yeah. And he's made all of them. He has complete control. So control, yeah. Jason Garrett is basically a Westworld yeah. host. Yeah. So he's, he's actually just controlling it. Yeah, yeah, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, just programming him. <laughs> oh, fair enough. There you go. Nice <laughs> reference as well. Nice TV reference. Thanks. Topical. Yeah. Yeah. Very topical. <laughs> cool. Anything else you wanted to discuss? Not right now, but because we're going to be going into some detail on these other games. Yeah, for sure. And we're going to talk about some Christmas miracles as well. Oh, I like that. <laughs> I like that. I didn't know we we're doing that. That let's, sounds great. Let's have a break. Let's come back for part two. Awesome. Welcome back to part two of the Jim and the King NFL podcast for week sixteen. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, <laughs> yes. So, we've done the hot takes, King. Mm-hmm. Now it's time for us to go through all of the results for week 16. And mm-hmm. we're going to have to start, the only place we can really start, at the start of the Christmas miracles that happened. Right. And we're going to First Energy Field. Okay. Cleveland, Ohio. Yes. For the uh, winless Browns no. finally getting the elephant topped with a velociraptor off their back. Right, yeah. And it was a 20-17 to 17 win. The Cleveland Browns. Yeah, that's enough about that game. And what? Let's talk all about okay. how the Browns finally got a win. Yes. Against a team called San Diego Charger. San- <laughs> yeah, the S is silent. Um, yeah. Yes, they they beat us. How'd that happen, King? We had two missed field goals in the last two minutes. That last one especially was a bit, well, what we call Keystone Cops. What? Do we? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> a bit of a mess. Oh, okay. What I think Americans would call the uh, Three Stooges. Yes. Because they had to get down the field, and they were they were driving, mm-hmm. San Diego, and they got down to a third down, mm-hmm. threw the ball over the middle to Antonio Gates. Am I right? Yeah. Uh, he was out. It was an right? out route. Yeah. Out route. Didn't get to the first down marker. No. So the clock continued to run. 16 seconds, I think they had. Mm. So, of course... It was on fourth down. They can't spike the ball. No. So the punting, the, sorry, the kicking team has to run on the field. Mm-hmm. They still get the snap off with two seconds to go, but it sails right. It does. After he's just missed one. Yeah. So it's the Josh second Lambo's drive. Josh done that before. It's the second drive we've had <laughs> where he could have tied the game, mm-hmm. and he didn't. So yeah, it was frustrating, but I've said this a number of times, and despite the fact it was against my team, which you predicted a few weeks ago. I did. I'm genuinely pleased that the Browns have hey. got off the bagel and they finally got a win. Mm-hmm. And the good thing for them as well is that other people got wins around them, which means they're still almost guaranteed now the first overall pick. So that's yeah. that's good news. Yeah, that's also good news. They got a win, which meant they're now not got the lion stigma of going zero and sixteen. So I th- I'm it probably is guaranteed at this point now that they've got the first overall pick as well. So that's good. Good Pretty week much. all round for Browns fans. Isaiah Crowell obviously getting the two touchdowns, so got to shout that boy out. Yeah, he did well. And Gary Barnage. Yeah, looked like Gary Barnage again. He did. Five receptions, 42 yards. That was the most yards any receiver got for the Browns. 
But twas enough. And Griffin got a concussion again. He did. So Cody Kessler had to come in for three plays. Yeah. That guy yeah. cannot stay healthy. It's ridiculous. He needs no. to retire. Whoa. He not does. your retirement he does. game again. He does. If it's not his legs, it's his head. <laughs> it's not his head, it's his shoulder. That guy is constantly injured. If it's not his shoulder, it's his knee. If it's not his knee, it's his toe. Yeah, exactly. Shoulders, knees and toes. Yeah. Knees and toes. <laughs> knees and toes, yeah. 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 Right, so as we've had one miracle, yes, we had to have another one. We did. And that happened in Los Angeles. It did. Where the San Francisco 49ers came from behind to a 22-21 to 21 win. They went for it on a two-point conversion king. And would you know it, but Colin Kaepernick, who's pretty good at running, managed to run it in. Yeah, after about 10 seconds of pretending to throw it and no one coming near him. <laughs> he rolled out right and there wasn't much pressure. Yeah, I've never seen that many pump fakes <laughs> yeah. in one pump, play. Pump, 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 pump. Oh, oh, I'm just going to run to I'm the just going to walk over this one yard thing <laughs> that I could have done five minutes ago. Uh, yeah, no, good for the Niners. Kaepernick's actually not been that bad. He recently. had some good throws in that game. Yeah, he's played well. And their defense stepped up, made a couple of key interceptions, which is which is nice to see. Which also talks to the other side of the field. Yeah, and Jared Goff, Jared oh, Goff is Jared a Jared Goff it up. Jared yeah. Goff the ball Whoa. to the other team, yeah. he's um, He is a mess. Mm-hmm. 11 be looking, of 24... Even Carson There's 90 Wentz. yards, one touchdown, and two interceptions. Yeah. But Carson Wentz threw two interceptions this week and still looked really good. Yeah. <laughs> a QBR of 28. That's... Oh. He looks bad. I know there's not a lot around him. His no. best His best receiver is ultimately a special teams player. But he needs... Yeah. They need to fix that with whoever they bring in as a coach. Because that yeah, needs to I be mean, their Lance focus. Kendricks was their top receiver this week. Mm-hmm. 36 yards. That was pretty much all on one play. Yeah, well, three receptions for 36 yards. Yeah, as long as 24. Yeah. You're right. So, yeah, it was... Uh, yeah. And Todd Gurley did 23 carries, but only managed 67 yards. Did get a touchdown out of it, but his longest run was 11 yards. Yeah, and he stopped celebrating after touchdowns. I genuinely think he's annoyed. Um, yeah. With what's going on within that organisation. So, that's not good. No. Not good that your best player is, is unhappy, or second best player is unhappy. Yeah. Um, Donald looked great again in a losing effort. I mm-hmm. think he had a sack. Two uh, two pressures and four hurry. Oh, I don't know what it was. Something <laughs> he did loads. And again, he's just another player that could just if nothing turns around, go into free agency and get make bank like Ndamukong Suda. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, but awesome, awesome for the Niners. Yeah, let's get over to Everbank Field then in Duval County. Yes, where the Jacksonville Jaguars yes. beat the Tennessee Titans thirty eight. Yep. That's right. 38 points to 17. Mm-hmm. And this uh, torpedoed the Titans, as we've already talked about. Yep. But it gave a big win there for Doug Maron. Yeah. In yeah. his first game in charge. Yeah, no, good. Big win. That I, We mentioned, I think, that sometimes that they, that can be a determining factor when you get a new, co- fresh coach in. Yes. He could be the coach long term, so everyone tries really hard. Mm-hmm. Um, <coughs> Sorry, um, Ramsey coming off his um, his first interception last week. Yeah, managed to pop up with another two this week. One was a pick <laughs> six, which is hugely important. Yes, and Robinson looked like Robinson again. Alan Robinson actually looked like the player we saw last season that everyone was really excited about. So yeah, 147 yards in that game. Yeah, and also Chris Ivory, 14 carries, did 40, 45 yards and a touchdown as well. Yeah. 
Um, did another 69 yards receiving. That's good. Yeah. So, yeah. Just what you needed, wasn't it? Just some tonic. Just to... Yeah. 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 New, A couple of defensive plays. Some pressures from Dante Fowler, etc. That's all they needed. Yep. And they've waited until the penultimate week of the season to actually go ahead and do it. <laughs> yeah, well done, Jags. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Just indeed. in time. Indeed. Uh, so, yeah, Matt Castle on the other side is now the starter for next week. Yeah, with the Mariota injury. Pew. Yeah, that's not good. Well, I'm guessing that DeMarco Murray and Derek Henry are going to get lots of looks next they week. They are, yeah. They mm. are. That's ridiculous. Matt Castle <laughs> is rubbish. <laughs> right. I think those are pretty much all the miracles done. Yes. Of course, you did pick against all of those miracles, King. I did, but and they're miracles. It was Christmas. They're so. miracles, so <laughs> that's fine. One that you did pick that obviously didn't come to pass as well was the Indianapolis Colts losing to the Oakland Raiders. Yeah. 25 to 33. Yeah, it wasn't even that close either. No. A lot of those Colts points came after Late. Carr's injury. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, the, the Raiders looked great up until the point where Carr got injured. On hey, they still looked all right with Bagloin. Yeah. McGloin! Yeah, they looked okay. But they looked all right. They looked all right. Yeah. <laughs> no, Derek Carr was lighting, lighting up the uh, some of his throws, and he looked phenomenal. And then, obviously, the injury, which we talked about. Um, yeah, I still think they could they could make inroads in the playoffs, but I'm not... I, I, can't, I can't say that with any conviction until I've seen McGloin play next week. Yeah. On the uh, Indianapolis side, because obviously you were saying that Luck is, you know, a better quarterback. He is. And then... Well, you've got T.Y. Hilton, excuse me, mm-hmm. doing 105 yards on just four receptions. So that, that guy was hurt in the secondary. He was. And uh, Jack Doyle as well, almost got 50 yards yep. on the game. But really, Frank Gores had a bit of a resurgence, hasn't he? He has. I've actually enjoyed watching him play, which is yeah, something I haven't yeah. said for a couple of years. No, that's, he's, he's looked... 73 yards on 13 carries. That's decent. Yeah. That's decent. Yeah, no, he has looked good. Has looked good. He's m- marching his way up the uh, the record books regarding the total amount of yards. I think he's in the top 10 now. Yeah. So that's good. Good for uh, Deontay Washington mm-hmm. getting uh, two touchdowns as well 99 yards on rushing. Oh, sorry, DeAndre Washington. DeAndre Washington. Oh, so close. He punked Raider called out. He did. Although he's called out half the team so yeah. he's, he's bound to hit on a few of them. Yeah. No, they've, uh, they've got <laughs> some... Uh, They've got some balance in that that running back core because Murray's Murray's obviously a good player. We all know about him. Yeah, Jalen Rashad got himself a touchdown. He did. Rashad was the guy I was going to mention, and then there's yeah, obviously Washington's Washington's played well. No, no, I'm glad <laughs> yeah. you said it. Washington's played well. So they've got they've got some balance there, which will help McGloin moving forward as well. Yeah, when you look at it, like Crabtree got 90 yards, Amari Cooper 72 yards, Andre Holmes 33 yards and touchdown, Clive Walford 20 yards on two carries for two receptions for a touchdown as well. Yep. <sighs> Yes. There's some players there. There are some players there. And McGloin did uh, two out of three on his throws. Yeah. So that's really So good. that's why I need to wait till next week. I can't judge QBR. him for three throws. <laughs> next game. Who cares about QBR, What's honestly? What's the next game? Uh, well, right, let's have a look at the the Thursday night affair, mm-hmm. which was the Eagles and Giants. Yes. Another one you didn't pick right there, Yeah, I had a bad week this you week. Were on, yeah. You were on the, uh, the Giants hype train. I was. We did talk about Eli Manning being a bit terrible. Mm-hmm. He was terrible, to quote you, in that game. I hope when I'm, I'm doing my, oh. I'm doing my impression of Charles Barkley. So that's yeah. you're quoting me, quoting Charles quoting Barkley you, badly. Quoting, <laughs> quoting me, quoting you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, he, yeah, he could have won it at the end of the game. He sailed a pass over Od- Odell Beckham's head, 
I don't know yeah. why I paused. Uh, <laughs> sailed it over Odell Beckham. Should have stopped there. Yeah. Um, which even you could see by his reaction, he knew that if he'd have hit, like if he'd have hit him in stride, or the, you know, the right throw, he would have hit him in stride, and that'd have been a touchdown. Um, Pierre Paul's injured. They're hoping he's be back for the playoffs. He's mm-hmm. gonna miss next week. That's a big loss for them because he's looked like JPP prior to the firework incident. Yeah. So yeah, bit of a shame, but they can still clinch a playoff berth with a win next week. Ilaman threw three interceptions in this game. He likes doing that as well. Yeah. And the one to Malcolm Jenkins was a pick six. It wasn't even close to a receiver. No, no. The other one was trying to force it on, uh, force it, but Jenkins picked him off for the second time in the game. And yeah, obviously disappointment. No, he's had a really bad season, actually. Eli Manning. I expected him now with the weapons, adding Shepard, having a healthy Victor Cruz back. Yeah. And obviously you've got Odell Beckham there. I expect him to have a sort of breakout year and, and potentially lead the league in, in touchdowns, but <laughs> that has not happened. It has not come to pass. It has not, no. Let's have a look at the Christmas Eve games then. So mm-hmm. first of all was an OT affair. Yeah. The Dolphins went to the Bills, as we've just talked about the Bills. Yeah. And it went to overtime. It was a 34-31 to 31 win for the Miami Dolphins. You picked the Bills. And Jay Ajayi, the great Brit, yes. ran all over the, the Bills' defense. He did, yeah. Oh, 206 yards in the touchdown. That's crazy. He's had three 200-yard games he in did, one did 200 season. yards against the Bills earlier in the season. That's crazy, isn't it? Three in one, one season. That was a sweep for the Dolphins this year against the Bills. Yeah. Sweep. And do you know what? I'm hugely impressed with how Matt Moore's come in. And he's not Ryan Tannehill. But he's play- he, he's gone right where well, I'm just going to be a gunslinger and hit mm. some targets. Players have stepped up. Devontae Parker had a big touchdown. He did. you got Kenny Stills. 85 yards for that boy today. Yeah. Well, not today, but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Stills is playing well. You've, you know, you've, they've got some weapons now. You obviously, Jarvis Landry's a nightmare in the open field to tackle. Yes. And when you're running the ball like that and, and getting some... some stops on defence you're you know that's a formula for victories and uh, mm. the Dolphins are doing well on the Bills side I mean LeSean McCoy did 128 yards in the touchdown yeah he looked rushing. great as always 91 yards for Mike Gillisley 154 yards in the touchdown for Sammy Watkins who did have a very good game he did with Tara Taylor for on the ball strange that isn't it mm. maybe yeah. they should start him again yeah <laughs> yeah or maybe not what do we know maybe not EJ Manuel what do we know EJ Manuel for life Talking of sweeps, the New England Patriots hosted the New York Jets and it was a 41-3 to result. It was a drubbing. You did pick the Patriots. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not surprised. And uh, yeah, it was what it was, I guess. Yeah, was, it was, a, was it even the game. I, I didn't bother watching any of this. It was, I watched it. It was the most did one-sided you? game I've seen all season. Whew. It was silly turnovers from the Jets and punishing offense from the Patriots. Isn't, and that was pretty much the game. Isn't Bryce Petty injured now? Isn't Bryce Petty it? is injured, and the Jets have made an announcement they're starting Fitz and not starting Christian Hackenberg. Yeah, because they said they wouldn't learn anything from Hackenberg anyway on Week 17. No, and he's still a project. <laughs> still a project. The last time he played well was his his freshman year in at Penn State. Yeah. And that was three and a half years ago. <laughs> so, yeah. What a project. Yes, indeed. What a project. Indeed. What's the next one? Next one was the Packers against the Vikings. Yes. Let's go there. Let's. 38 to 25, the Packers won. And uh, I tried to get in contact with our uh, our Viking aficionado. Yes. Stu. Stu, yeah. He wasn't too happy. 
I no. did ask him for a comment, and he said the silence speaks a thousand words. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, not happy with Bradford uh, not taking advantage. Although, I've been watching this this one guy this season for the Vikings. been very, very impressed. Who's on this? On the offence. Who's this? I'm hooked on a Thielen. Oh. Oh. I know the song. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Adam Thielen. Just, it, I've got a feeling. No, it's I'm hooked on a Thielen. Oh, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know the song. You're so wrong. 202 yards today. I keep saying today, King. It's I, not today. I'm living in the present. You are. Living the now. <laughs> the ghost of Christmas present. 12 receptions, 202 yards and two touchdowns. Yeah, he was everywhere. He went in twos. Yeah, he was. I mean, before the season started, you looked at Stefan Diggs as the only credible wide receiver mm-hmm. for the, the Vikings. Again, he only did 29 yards. Did get a touchdown for Diggs. But it's really been Thielen has been Bradford's favourite He's person. been the workhorse, hasn't he? Yeah. He has. Yeah, he's looked great. Good shout out from you. Um, Packers are back to being the Packers. Yes. When you've got Nick Perry got two sacks. Clay Matthews got a sack this week. And Aaron Rodgers is shredding teams. He looks like a guy called Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, he has. From looked 2008. like Aaron Rodgers for the last five <laughs> weeks. But prior to that, he did. He looked like his... Bro- what was his brother that was on The Bachelor? Don't know. Dave uh, Rodgers. Let's call him Dave Rodgers. Dave Rodgers. <laughs> Don't know his real name. Jake? Dave Rodgers. He looked like Dave Rodgers up until this point. Mm-hmm. But last five weeks, he is back to his old self. And it's Jordy Nelson that's been the recipient of all these goodies. Yeah, 154 yeah. yards and two touchdowns for him this week. I think that's back-to-back 100-yard games for Nelson, which is what Packers fans have been waiting for yeah. all season. And Devonta Adams as well. I did shout him out as a kind of you contender did? for the top five mm-hmm. receivers this year. 44 yards and a touchdown. The one black spot still for the Packers is there's no run game no there's no run game I mean Ty Montgomery did 23 yards off 9 carries yeah that's not a lot of rushes he's actually played it. quite well in the last couple of weeks um, Ty Montgomery but yeah. oh nothing against Ty Montgomery I'm just no, saying no. that he's not actually a running back no he's not and he has he has looked good actually I think he was he's averaging over 7 yards a carry the last couple of weeks but he's um, yeah stepped off a bit and obviously, frankly when Rodgers is thrown throwing like that is there any point in running the ball probably not yeah but yeah they do need to establish that run game before the playoffs start so next week I can see them actually no they need to win they need to win to clinch a playoff berth against the Lions mm. Mm, that's going to be the most intriguing game of next week could could well be yeah uh, most of it's already locked up isn't it so yeah let's go over to Soldier Field then where the Washington Redskins went in and just uh, scalped the Bears 41-21. to 21. Nice Redskins reference. Thanks. You, uh, <laughs> you did pick the Bears to win this game. They have been quite hot recently, and Matt Barkley's looked all right, but yep. uh, Kirk Cousins turned it on. Kirk Cousins did turn it on, and those defensive backs for the Redskins turned it on and caused havoc. I think, mm. how many interceptions? Three or four interceptions to the game? It was Josh, five. Five. Oh, dear. <laughs> five wow, interceptions. Wow, I I, even I'm lowballing them. <laughs> Sorry, Redskins defence. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, they look great. They look really, really great. Norman looked like the Norman that they paid all that money for. Yeah, he got two interceptions. Rashad Breeland got two, and Blackman got one. Yep. Excellent performance on, well, offense and defense, and offense on both sides. They were running the ball well, and Kirk Cousins was slang in that thing everywhere. <laughs> yeah. And I liked it. Yeah. Yeah. And also, uh, Mac Brown had one of the best players of the day. Might be my favourite A 61 name yard touchdown. It did 82 yards in total. Um, Rob Kelly got injured, which is not a great sign for them. Don't like that name. What, Fat Rob? No, just Rob Kelly. He's got nothing on Mac Brown. 
You can't say <laughs> Mac Brown and then immediately follow Return up Rob Kelly. After Mac. Yeah. Yeah. It's not the same. That's it, the Mac I can't Kelly. do anything with Rob Kelly. Yeah, no, this is it. This is true. <laughs> yeah, big win for the Redskins. They look really good. Yes. Yes. Okay. Next game then. Mm-hmm. We're off to Carolina. Yep. Where Atlanta laid a, a bomb. Mm-hmm. 33 to 16. Was never really in, in jeopardy. Falcons got out early to a big lead in the first half. And Panthers could never really keep up with that. No. They couldn't. They no. couldn't. They could not contain Julio Jones. They could not contain Tevin Coleman. No, ninety yards and touchdown. They could not contain Devontae Freeman. No. They could not contain <laughs> Mohamed Sanu. No. And I've said this a thousand times. They got hardly any sacks on Cam Newton, but they got pressures in his face. And that guy loves throwing an interception or a bad pass when he's under pressure. And that dun, 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 worries dun, dun, dun. me. I've said this. I've yeah. said this a number of times, and you're now starting to see it when you see him under pressure. It's just he used to tuck it and run, and now he's like, "No, I'm going to be a quarterback, stay in the pocket." No, tuck it and run. Mm. Maybe these hits have got to him. I don't know, but he is, and he has had some bad hits. But he has. He looks as if his well, he's, he has certainly regressed a lot this season compared to the last few, where he was sort of starting to be in the conversation for the best quarterback if not best player in the league so it's a shame it's a real shame because he's one of the superstar players he's a superstar he's bright he's fun he's good looking you know he's a black quarterback which is also something that I think a lot more people want want to see and there's not been yeah. too many that have been in the conversation for the best in the game no in re- certainly not in recent years so he's you know he ticks all the boxes and it's a shame that he's regressed mm-hmm. somewhat there have been some real superstar black quarterbacks. You know, Mike Vick when he was at the Falcons. Mike Vick, Donovan McNabb. Don, yeah, it was but in McNabb. recent years, there's not been, besides those two guys, I can't think of Russell any. Russell Wilson. Yeah, Wilson. Wilson's what? pretty good. But Wilson's so boring. <laughs> I mean someone who's like the face of the All right. of the, uh, of the NFL. Vick was that. McNabb is a he bit was. boring. But Cam Newton's got his, he's so charismatic. He's got the ability to be the face of the league. And it's a shame it's a you shame. don't like him so much. I've just been anyway. <laughs> really complimentary of him. What do you want me to say? I'm only kidding. Let's have a look then at the New Orleans Saints. Yes. Who beat the Tampa Bay Bucks mm-hmm. 31 to 24. You picked the Bucks for that game. I can't blame you. But no. Those Saints have started scoring points again, King. Yeah, I was, this one was a tough one for me to pick. And yeah, Saints did get, their secondary did get shredded when the ball wasn't landing in. Jarius Bird's hands because he got two interceptions he did and looked like the, his former Pro Bowl self whereas normally so far it's this season a while. he has been <laughs> a shocking so yes. yeah a bit of a shame really uh, Drew Brees is just again shredding teams and I think that Mark Ingram's going to go over a thousand yards rushing or has already for the season mm. which is the first a thousand yard rusher so we talk about the defences that Drew Brees had to play with yeah. shocking defences. Yeah. What I didn't realise is if Ingram goes over a thousand yards this season, it's the first time the Saints have had a thousand yard rusher since two thousand and six. <laughs> yeah. Well they've had committees. I didn't realise they from didn't... what I can remember, thinking back, they've had committees have had two or three running backs that have shared the load, and that's probably why. Yeah. Ivory but... and Pierre Thomas and people yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. 
but well, that's that's mad. Good for Mark Ingram, ninety yards and two touchdowns. He's usually fairly anonymous in games. He's had a good year. If he goes over quietly a thousand, good, yeah, sneaky good, sneaky good year, yeah. But it's I thought it was mental. Played rubbish defenses and apparently hasn't had a run game. So yeah, good for Drew Brees for doing anything really with mm. his career. Mm. And uh, it was a bit of a, a stinger there for the Bucks playoff hopes. Yes, but that happens to teams that lose a lot. Yes, yeah, that could have taken them out of the playoff picture entirely and yeah. put them in that horrible little section in the middle of the draft, which means absolutely nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, hmm. yeah, a bit of a shame. Let's talk about another stinger here. It was the Seattle Seahawks uh, against the Arizona Cardinals. Yep, in the clink. Yep, and you pick the Seahawks because you do pick the Seahawks. I do. However. The cards turned up this week. Well, at least the defense did. Well, they kicked a field goal with no time left. They did to win the game. They did, but let's let's be fair. Their defense really to step up against that Seahawks O line. Oh and yeah, hurt Russell Wilson. I think they had about five sacks in the first half alone. They looked well. He looked like he was under duress the whole time. Yeah. So that was uh, you know it's difficult to play under those circumstances. In that yeah. game. There were no interceptions, but there were six sacks in that game. Yeah. Yeah, they look great up front. 11 Claire's tackles Campbell. for loss. Yeah. Yeah. Claire's yeah, Campbell, Campbell looks like a beast. Obviously, Chandler Jones, his addition is, is massively helped people like Campbell and, and freed up some double teams, etc. On the other side of the ball, David Johnson, well, he did the inevitable. He got his 100 yards and uh, three touchdowns. Yeah. Like it ain't no thang. That yeah. guy is just... He is so consistent. Him and Le'Veon Bell... Mm. Elliot's still playing really well, but those two, they're like cheat codes, both of them. Why isn't David Johnson an MVP candidate? He's he dragging be. that that team through games. Yeah, he should be. He absolutely, he should be. He'd in the be my vote. He's just not in the playoffs, though, is he? Is it? Is it the Ugh. best player in the? Is it? I think there's determining it's factors. It's not his fault. It's not his fault. But there Thank are de- so much. There are determining factors in the MVP voting, and one of them, I think is you can't be the most valuable player in the league and your team not be in the playoffs. Mm. So, it's a shame though because he oh, well. undoubtedly has been one of the top five players at any position so far this season. How about Doug Baldwin? Shockingly overlooked by Jim in his uh, top five receivers for the year. But uh, <laughs> that... Says Jim. Says Jim. Quote 2016. Yeah, what a shocker. But, uh, 171 yards and a touchdown off 13 receptions for yeah. Doug Baldwin. I mean, he really has been amazing. He was. And do you know what? Massive shout out because that was an emotional day for him because he's very close to Tyler Lockett. Yeah. He went and con- was sort of talking to him, hugging him, consoling him when he was being um put in Air the brace. Casted, yeah. Put in the brace and stuff. So, yeah, hugely emotional game and he stepped up and played fantastically well. Yeah. And did everything he could to will his team to victory barring a last minute field goal by one of the kickers you'd expect to miss that frankly so far you don't like saying his name I can't say his name Chandler Catanzaro there you go good for you I don't know why they're still not using my comeback player of the year Jimmy Graham more only two receptions but did 43 yards and a touchdown yeah I've been saying the same thing about Greg Olsen and then I realised he'd he'd caught for a thousand yards this season (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know why either. Uh, they did for about a two, three week stretch that they were winning games, and and then stopped. apparently that winning win recipe wasn't working. So yeah, yeah. Russell Wilson was the leading rusher on that team. Oh, it's because he's running for his life the whole game, <laughs> and only thirty six yards. So this uh, Alex Collins came in and did really good for one drive, and uh, yeah, 
as I've got Thomas Rawls in my fantasy, I was very unhappy to see that happening. Yeah, I'm sure. Stealing my fantasy points. <laughs> um, I'm sure the Seahawks have got bigger worries. Yes. So, I think we've only got two more games. No, we've got a few more games left, haven't we? Right. I've mm. missed one of them. I've got to go back up. That's all right. It's because we usually skip over the Texans. But I've what? got to tell you that the Texans beat the Bengals 12-10. Yeah. to 10, And as you're all in on Savage... You picked, the, you picked the Texans, and quite rightly so. Yes, I did pick the Texans, and they came through for me. Savage was not the reason for that. Jadavion Clowney looked <laughs> amazing, and they missed the last minute. The Bengals missed the last minute, last second field goal, rather, to win the game. Randy Bullock. Randy Bullock missed a last second field goal to win. So that was that was about it. Was That's it all they, I'm going to say. They scrubbed her. Is it Mike Nugent was there before as the kicker? Yeah, and he kept missing. He kept missing. Miss, missed so a couple in. In, in London. Let's he? bring in Randy Bullock. Mm-hmm. You can't really blame it on the kicker, though. I mean, and, Andy Dalton has looked. <laughs> you poo. can when he misses a last second kick that wins you the Andy game. Andy Dalton's looked poo for weeks. He has looked rubbish, but he's got no receipts. Can I say poo? Man. You can say poo. All right, I won't. Ble- I won't bleep it. No, don't bleep it. That'd be <laughs> ridiculous. Um, <laughs> We're yes. all adults here. Let's move on. That game was rubbish. What? We're not going to say anything about that. No, last minute, last minute field goal miss. It was a bad. Jadavian Clowney played very well. He did. He did. Right. So, we've got three games left to talk about. Yep. Are you going to finish on the one you want to talk about? Possibly. Uh. (laughs) Why? Is that a problem? No, it's a good game. Right. So, uh, the Boxing Day, that's what it was, was the Broncos losing to the Chiefs, as you thought, I thought, probably a lot of people thought. Chiefs did sweep the Broncos 33-10. to They destroyed them. Again, on every type of play you can think of, the uh, the Chiefs pulled it off. I don't think I've so the the big play stat is a, a play over twenty yards. Yeah, I don't think I've seen more in one game than by one team than what the Chiefs did on the Broncos, which is meant to be one of the best, if not the best, defense in the league. Yeah, they they're not anymore. We're just getting shredded, and this is run plays, this is screen plays, this is post to the tight end, this is end arounds, this mm-hmm. is just any kind of play. They the weather was horrific. But it looked like they just it, couldn't... It came and went, that yeah. weather as well, though. Well, it it did, wasn't always bad. But it just bad. looked like their defence was on ice skates, and they just couldn't, didn't want to tackle anyone, couldn't keep up with anyone. There's gaping holes in their defence. So, yeah, it looked it was bad, bad for the Broncos, but really good. Even Don Terry Poe got a touchdown. This is what I was going to say. Don Terry Poe got a throwing touchdown, and the crowd went mental. <laughs> it was amazing. He got super excited. He's got to be the heaviest player ever to throw a touchdown. Could be. I think he's listed at £346. I noticed on Twitter earlier someone mentioned that Dontari Poe's name is an anagram of read option. Is it? It is, yeah. I love that. Dontari Poe, read option. Uh, Tyreek Hill, again, as yeah. I said in commentary, is just a video game, isn't he? Yeah, he is an X-Factor. So quick. It's unbelievable. He's crazy fast. And he's Travis Kelsey, in the league. as a great tight end, you know, what we're talking about with Jimmy Graham and Greg Olsen... This guy did get the receptions, 11, and rewarded them with 160 yards and a touchdown. Yep. Oh, He played great. It's just a great... They're white hot. I know I've said it a lot, but you these guys are white hot you going into the loads, playoffs. man. Loads. I've not said it enough. There you go. <laughs> What's the like, second to last game? Second to last game will be the Dallas Cowboys yep. beating the Detroit Lions to yep. send them into a bit of a tailspin, really. Okay. Lions are in big trouble. 
Well, they're and not in big trouble. They've got to beat the Packers and they win the division. So that's not big trouble. Until they, until they don't beat the Packers in the last... Yeah. Would you want to play the Packers right now? No, I wouldn't. Hands up, who wants to play the Packers I'm not going forward in this season? No, I don't want to play them. We no. lost to the Browns, mate. Don't ask me who I want to play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they are... They lost 42-21. to 21. Yeah. That they... means they only scored half the points. Yeah. And guess what the problem nah. was? When a team puts up 42 points, it normally means you can't stop the run <laughs> and can't stop the pass no and that was evident you ain't stopping anything and Dak Prescott looked like a pro bowl quarterback watch out for that Prescott yeah and Gruden was on as we said earlier Gruden was on the commentary mm-hmm. was talking about all the audibles that he could see Prescott calling at the line yeah. of scrimmage which was yeah. really interesting to see him actually do and him dissect that was good he looks great he doesn't look like a rookie quarterback it's so rare what he's doing and Ezekiel Elliott is a boost yep no, Dak Prescott, no 15 to 20 for 212 yards and three touchdowns, no interceptions again. Mm-hmm. Ezekiel Elliott, 80 yards rushing and two touchdowns, and another 12 yards receiving. But Des Bryant. I was going to say, he stepped up. Des Bryant, 70 yards on just four receptions and two touchdowns. And one of them was a great catch oh, when yeah. it was a flag called on, under. on pass interference. He then dived, kept it in bounds, slid out the end of the end zone. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. he looks like he's back as well because I, I, think, I think that injury lasted four. a bit bit longer than we all expected and it's been niggling him I imagine for the last few weeks let's talk about the Lions then quickly because mm-hmm. obviously they are in the biggest game coming up this week They well that's yeah it is the most it's, it's got the most playoff ramifications so I think purely for that reason I want to talk about Zach Zenner yeah Zach, Zach Zenner Zach Zenner the fullback yeah he's just unstoppable he is unstoppable that guy wants it yeah he looked great 12 carry 67 yards and 2 touchdowns Rum, rumbling rece- his way for 25 receiving yards yeah rumbling his way for first downs yeah whole touchdowns. drive was just oh. Zena 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 he looked Zena. great he looked and great. he scored a touchdown and yet they took him out in the second half why <laughs> yeah all the Lions fans are asking the same question yeah, no mad. one's got an answer for you Lions no fans. that is mad uh, yeah they are uh, it's this is basically what's interesting is this is a little Super Bowl really frankly because they can still both make the playoffs if other games go their way and one yeah. of them loses but this is a one and done. This is a this is a playoff game a week before the playoffs for the Lions and, and the Packers. So that's hugely exciting. Whoever wins, wins the division, for those of you who don't know. And Eric Ebron stepping up as well as a tight end. Yeah, finally. Over 80 yards. Yeah, finally. So there's one more game to talk about this week, King. Yeah, I'm going to put my mic down. <laughs> and I'm, no, I mean, I'm being serious. And let you, let you just crack on, mate. Why? Because I know you want to talk about it. Because you were texting me saying, are you watching this game? <laughs> you should. Everyone in the world should have been watching this game. Because yeah. this was a great game. It was a great game. It happened between the Baltimore Ravens and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yep. Final score, Baltimore 27, Pittsburgh 31. And this was a real end-to-end affair. Mm-hmm. Momentum swung both ways. I was live tweeting as we went along. And you as were. a fan... It's all right if you're a neutral. I find it quite easy to write when I'm a neutral, but it's so difficult to write live tweets when you're watching your team getting shredded at certain points. By a of the team game. you really don't like as well. Oh, I don't like the Ravens. I don't know if you've actually noticed or not, but Yeah, you don't like anyone in your division besides the Browns. <laughs> I like the Browns. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't like the Ravens uh, at all. Yeah. Um but thankfully the right result was at the end of this this rainbow. <laughs> Because so biased, you're what? ridiculous. What? Carry on. Look, when you've got Le'Veon Bell, 
who is I don't have him legit. I said when you have oh, legit, okay. <laughs> legit, the, the best running back in the game, arguably. Yeah, yeah, you can argue that quite easily. Uh, twenty carries, hundred twenty-two yards, a touchdown. Uh, he did number fifteen in receiving and a receiving touchdown. You got Adam with the reach for the winner. You've got Eli Rogers with some amazing catches and the one on the last drive as well. For eight, he did eighty-four yards on four receptions. They were special plays. Yep. Um, he stepped up where we've lost Martavis Bryant for the year. And you've got Darius Hayward Bay injured still. Um, yeah. And Ben Roethlisberger had a good game. There were stretches, though, where we weren't in control of it, where the Ravens were looking like the most likely team to win. Mm. They got out to a good lead as well, uh, the Ravens. Is, be, is Pouncey nice injured? No, Pouncey was playing. Okay. Because it looked like, to me, Rogers was scrambling tons, and that normally means Pouncey's injured. Yeah. He was no, scrambling he, a lot. He, he was scrambling a lot, you're right. Um, Steelers scored first by uh, Javier Grimble, but then the Ravens got two Justin Tucker field goals to get mm-hmm. them back to 7-6 at half time. And then start the second half, the first play, Steelers have the ball, throw an interception. Right. So first of two interceptions by Ben, um, mm-hmm. pretty much in a row. So two drives, two interceptions, basically. Yep. And uh, the only good thing was that the defense did step up enough that the Ravens only scored eleven points in the third quarter. Right. Okay. They could have. They held them basically. Could have been twenty-one. Could have been a lot worse. Yeah. Could have been a lot worse. And then in the fourth quarter, the Ravens did get ten points, but the Steelers put up twenty-one uh, to get the win. It was such a great comeback. Oh, it was awesome. Yeah. It was also it was an awesome game to watch from a neutral perspective. I I dread to think how stressful it was for a was for an invested fan. Day. Yeah. So no, it was an amazing game. Yeah, Flacco finally threw the interception that was needed, and uh, yeah, yeah, we got the positional. Yeah, it was just <sighs> good victory. It was a great victory. It yeah. was so good and good game to finish on. With regards for to that week. us discussing games, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm glad you did wait for that one. Yeah, Despite and the, you know, I apologise to any Ravens fans that were on Twitter at the same time. I try and be as I I was trying to be quite nice to the Ravens though. When they were on top, I did say the momentum was with them. I wasn't being yeah, nasty. Yeah. I wasn't ever being nasty. No, it was to a the great Ravens. game. It was just a great game, wasn't it? It's was one of those that if it went if it was the other way around, obviously you'd be annoyed, but you still could still have a come great out game. and gone. Yeah, what a great game. Yeah, yeah, it was. And also, I don't know if you know this, King, but we've only lost the Steelers. I should say. Yep, I've only lost one game in December in the last three years. That's really interesting. Because that's like the anti-Tony Romo for the first eight years of his career. Yeah. You can <laughs> yeah. never win a game in December. Which is, I mean, I don't know if we want to talk too much about Terry Bradshaw, but um, the comments he's been making this week about I haven't seen Mike them, Tomlin. but I've seen Tomlin's been getting quite irate about them. He hasn't really been getting irate. Um, Terry Bradshaw just kind of reiterated the stance he's got that he doesn't rate Tomlin as a, a head coach. Right. He thinks he's more of a cheerleader. Okay. My argument probably is, well, what is a head coach if he's not just a cheerleader? You've got your offensive coordinator, you've got yeah. your defensive coordinator, you've got your special teams, you've got your line coaches and yep. every other coach. Mm. The head coach really is only there to organise everyone and make sure they're all doing their job. Yeah. So you're not supposed to be calling the players like Mike McCarthy. You're supposed to be letting someone else do that. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're supposed to be able to step back and just G everyone up. So yep. it's not really an offensive thing for me. Um, no, obviously I'd... I've got respect for Terry Bradshaw as next quarterback for the Steelers mm-hmm. I think 13 seasons and uh, he's got, too got many. a couple of rings on his finger as well a C- couple too many yeah uh, in my opinion you should have taken <laughs> Mar- um, Dan Marino 
We should have taken Dan Marino, you're right. But, you know, that's all water under the bridge. Yeah, yeah, but I'm just, yeah, so he's... So, I mean, so he can say what he likes, he's entitled to his own opinion. Absolutely, absolutely. I agree but with him to Tom a large Lin, extent. Tom I don't Lin's... see it as a, a criticism, yeah. to be honest. What was, there's a um, very famous Patrick Waugh uh, quote. I don't know if you know who Patrick Waugh is. No. He was a, a, a famous uh, goalkeeper in the NHL. Okay. Who was just one of the most charismatic, energetic and hilarious players of his generation. And someone was ripping him regarding his play. Right. And he said, I couldn't hear what he was saying because my Super Bowl ring was... Too, I was too busy <laughs> plugging my ears with my Super Bowl ring. So maybe Tomlin should think of something like that. Although Rob Wah did have two. So that was, I think, where the comment came from. But he can use a finger in the other one. Mike Tomlin's won 100 games. Or over 100 games as head coach of the Steelers. I'm not, I'm not disputing it. So I think he need, I, you can't win that many games and be a bad head coach. No, you can't. You're absolutely right. I don't like the Ravens, but I think John Harbaugh is a good coach. Yes. I can say that. Yes. I don't think Marvin Lewis is a good head coach. No. And and John Harbaugh is a special team specialist. Yeah. He so, was a special teams coach he before he moved into head coach. Yeah. It's mad, isn't it? Anyway, yeah. Well, let's, that's, that's, let's leave that there. Yeah. Let's leave Terry Bradshaw in the past where he belongs. Yes, indeed. So let's have one more break then, King, and we've mm-hmm. got to come back for the last week of the regular season. My your picks. picks. So my last chance to go undefeated. Your last chance. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Let's do it. Yeah, let's. Welcome back, guys, to the final part of the Jim and the King NFL podcast for week 16. So we've just gone through all the games of last week. We have, yeah. And there is but one more week to go before we lose 20 teams from our playoff view. Yep. And it's all set. And then we're into our last 12 teams and they go through until the Super Bowl. And yes. after that, I don't know what we're going to do. Well, I'm going to start looking at college kids and prepare <laughs> for the draft. <laughs> and see if I can... No, see if I can do another... Awesome prediction, like maybe both we'll, are at three. Maybe we'll both do that then. Maybe you, you should. You've got more into the draft, haven't you? Last couple of years, I love the draft. So I'm, now. I'm so, I was so enamoured by it, and I basically have talked your ear off for the last <laughs> five years about it. <laughs> you have more than that, actually. G- Ooh, about more eight than, years. More than that, yeah. Yeah, about eight years, and finally, I've I've worn you down to the <laughs> point where you came over with a big board. Yes, and we watched it live this year. Yeah, we watched the, the first round. Yeah, it was like an arts and crafts session. It was a lot of fun. It was good. the trades and yeah. Yeah, moving up and down. The, yeah. It was good. Anyway, we digress. <sighs> That's what I'm going to be doing. We'll, so, we'll talk right. about the future in the future. Yeah. For right now, we've got one more week and it's all divisional games. Yes. So we're looking at sweeps week. Yes. So I'm actually, I've got all the stats here for you, King. Yep. I've got all the old results. Can we make a wager to make this interesting? What? What's the... If I go... If I go <laughs> undefeated this what, week. What, in this week? Yeah. What's What's the forfeit? Forfeit? Yeah. What, you want to have a forfeit if you win? So if I win, what's mm. your forfeit? And if I go less than 8-8, eight and eight, say, Whoa. then what's my forfeit? I don't think you're going to go less than 8-8. Eight and eight. Okay. Well, we won't make one then, because that's not fair on you. We'll think about something, maybe. Yeah. Over the week. Just call me Don Shuler again. <laughs> I call you Don Shuler ever, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's not happening. No. Uh, go on then, what, what are these games? Okay, well, all these games happen on the same day. Good, okay, yeah. So let's buckle in. First of all, AFC North. The Baltimore Ravens are going to the Cincinnati Bengals. Last time they faced off was Week Twelve, where the Bengals, wo- uh, the Ravens, won nineteen to fourteen. I think the Ravens are going to win again this week. Ooh, they look good against they? they look good against your Steelers, and I think that they're stronger than the Bengals. So Probably. that's relatively easy on. 
paper <laughs> prior to the <laughs> that game. That in the paper last week. Yes, got wrapped up. Oh, it did. Uh, next one then is AFC South. It's the Houston Texans who are now nailed on division winners of yep. the South. They're going to the Tennessee Titans with Matt Castle throwing the ball. Last time they met was week four. It was a 27-20 win for the Texans. Are they sweeping the Titans? No. <gasps> Matt Castle's getting a win? We no. know what happened last I year, King, no, when Matt not, Castle I'm was not, playing. No, I can't pick for Matt the Cowboys. Castle. I can't pick Matt Castle. Uh, I'm going to go with the Texans to win. Texans, okay. <laughs> I just remembered how bad Oof. Matt Castle was. Then. Matt Castle couldn't get a win for the Cowboys last year. No, I didn't you know pick that. him the whole of last year. You didn't. Okay, so the third one then is the NFC South. Yep. Carolina Panthers at Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Oh, that's a beautiful they game. They met in week five. The Bucks won 17-14. to 14. That was a long time ago. It was. I think the Bucks are going to win again. Okay, doubling down on them Bucks. Yeah. It's tough to pick. The pa- the pa- Do you know what? I think the Panthers could go out there and absolutely trounce them, but it's just... I c- you can't pick them based on that performance they had this week. They look... Sh- Rubbish. At least so. the Bucks were in the other game. Yeah, you? absolutely. So I'm going to I'm going to go stick with the Bucks. Okay. So the one and fifth, no one and fourteen. Yep. Cleveland Browns are going to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Mm-hmm. They met in Week Eleven, and the Steelers won twenty-four to nine. Who's winning this game? Is it a sweep for the Steelers? Steelers. They are been, they are kind of sitting um, Bell and probably Brown and Roethlisberger as well. Steelers. Steelers. <laughs> so even the Steelers B team are going to do better than your A team. Yeah. Ow. Bosa looked great for us this week. Yeah, that's not enough. But that's about it. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> NFC East, the Dallas Cowboys are going to the Philadelphia Eagles. They met in week eight and the Cowboys won 29 to 23. Are the Cowboys sweeping the Eagles? Yes, I think they are. Mm. I think they're sweeping. Okay. Even if they put Romo in, they're going to sweep them. <laughs> Ow. Even if they put Romo yeah, in. Yeah, that pro bowl quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> so the Buffalo Bills with Anthony Lynn as the head coach. Yes. Are heading off to the New York Jets. When they met in week two, the Jets won 37-31. to Are yeah, the I, Jets going to sweep the Bills? I think New York State has already had one... Linsanity moment in the last few years, <laughs> and I think they're going to go Linsane again. Woo! And the Bills are going to win. Bills are going to win. Yeah. Okay. So they're going oh, to why have I just said that? They're playing EJ Manuel. Playing EJ Manuel. Oh, whatever. I'm going with it. I've, just, I've made too many Linsanity jokes. There <laughs> yeah. references. You backed yourself I've got into stick, a corner. Yeah, I've got to stick with it. <laughs> <laughs> what an idiot! Right. To me. AF, uh, NFC North mm-hmm. the Chicago Bears are going to the Minnesota Vikings when they played in week 8 the Bears won 20-10 to 10. yeah and I think that the Vikings are going to win Adam Thielen Thielen turn it on yeah okay he's stealing good ooh you're welcome dun, 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 dun. <laughs> the Jacksonville Jaguars now with uh, Doug Marone yes as the head coach are mm-hmm. going to the Indianapolis Colts when they played, we watched them in London in week four, King. We did. The Jags beating the, the Colts 30-27. to Back to back, they're going. They're sweeping. They're sweeping. They're sweeping the Colts. They're sweeping the Colts. Oh, my God. Yep. They're sweeping the Colts. I'm losing the ability to talk now because of that pick. Okay. Yep. Well, 
Good I don't James. feel good about this week. I, <laughs> yeah. I was like, this will be easy. It's all division. No, nope. <laughs> don't feel good. But yeah, I think the Jags are going to sweep them. All right. So how about this one then? Yep. This might not be as easy as it sounds. Okay. The New England Patriots yep. are at the Miami Dolphins. When they played in week two, the Pats won 31-24. to But are they going to beat the red-hot Miami Dolphins? I think they are because they have to to clinch home field for the whole playoffs. It might not be their say. These Dolphins, who were 1-4 and early in the season, are now 10-5. and Well, if they lose it, it's not their say, of course. But yeah. it's I think that they're going to go out and actually go and try and win the game, whereas I think certain teams, like you said about the Steelers, are going to mm-hmm. be resting players. Yeah, Patriots aren't going to be doing that because they'll want home field because Foxborough is a genuine advantage when it comes to the playoffs. Yeah. So, But are the Dolphins too good right now? I think it would... They're good, but I don't think they're too good for the Patriots to win. <laughs> All right. All right. Yeah. I'm not so sure about that one. Okay. That could see. that could go either way. Yep. I think you're kind of, you know, overlooking the Dolphins. Okay. So then we've got the NFC... Oh, jeez. Oh, AFC West. Yes. Getting the White Hot Chiefs. <laughs> and, the, and the San Diego Chargers. In week one, King, as I'm sure you're aware, the Chiefs won 33-27. to But are they sweeping you this week? Yes. They are. Okay, right. Yes, they are. So the San Diego Chargers' last game in San Diego is going to be a loss, is it? Yeah, I think so. Are they going to LA? Don't know. Hope not. Hope not. Hope you, not. You still decide what you're going to do next year if uh, if they move? I don't know. Now I'm now I'm recorded on a podcast that's on iTunes that states that I'm a Chargers fan. I'm pretty sure I'm gonna have to stay that. But <laughs> I basically the the story is very quickly to explain it to you guys. I went mm. on a tour of the West Coast and I chose San Diego because I watched a game there and it was my favourite city of that trip. I really didn't like LA. No. And the people were great, but I just wasn't as enthralled LA? by the city well no okay compared to San Diego compared to San right, Diego most places so if they second. move there it's like the there's a lot of irony there so <laughs> that's what's going to happen obviously so yeah we shall see right the Arizona Cardinals yep they're going to the LA Rams when yes. they met in week 4 the Rams won 17 to 13 yeah I think the Cardinals are going to win I think the Cardinals are winning that yeah, yeah. yeah. that defence looked good they put uh, an experienced and uh, athletic Russell Wilson under pressure this week and they now have got a less athletic and inexperienced Jared Goff to play against so I think that it's, it's just a recipe for disaster for LA plus the Rams aren't beating a blind man at Connect 4 right now so no next game is the Oakland Raiders yep with Matt McGloin McGloin yep at the Denver Broncos in week nine, the Raiders won thirty to twenty. Are the Raiders sweeping the Broncos? Yes, they are. Yeah, yeah they're sweeping not? them. <laughs> yeah. When the Broncos can't, uh, sorry, yeah, when the Broncos can't score more than ten points, nope. then they're in trouble. No, nope. and they've got playmakers that I think the Raiders playmakers are better than the Kansas City Chiefs ones, who we've just witnessed shredding that team. So yeah, I can't not pick the Raiders. <sighs> okay, despite the McGloin situation. <laughs> Nothing wrong with McGloin. No. So, back to the NFC East. Yes. The New York Giants yep. are going to the Washington Redskins. Mm-hmm. In week three, the Redskins won 29-27. to 27. Are the Redskins sweeping the Giants? Yes. 
<laughs> yes. Okay. Okay. Yes, I think the JPP thing's a big injury because if they can't get pressure on Kirk Cousins, we've seen what he can do when he's got Ooh, time. Yes. And that secondary... Well, besides all the fights and stuff, Josh Norman actually tends to have a pretty good game against uh, against OBJ, so that that's going to be one to watch, that little matchup. Be good fun. See if they get another fist fight again. <laughs> yeah. So, we've got three games left. Can yes. You? Seattle Seahawks are going to the San Francisco 49ers. In week three, Seahawks. the Seahawks won Seahawks. 37-18. Seahawks, mate, don't Last care. week, Seahawks lost, 49ers won. Don't care, Seahawks. <laughs> All right. There you go, that was All easy. Right. Two games left. Yes. New Orleans Saints against the Atlanta Falcons. Oh, cracker. In week three, the Saints lost 32-45 to mm. to the Falcons. Are the Falcons sweeping the Saints? They are. They are. I'm loving they? the sweeps. Woo! I'm loving the sweeps. <laughs> uh, yes, they are sweeping them. Okay, and then the last game on its own, Yep, the one that means the most, mm-hmm. are the Green Bay Packers at the Detroit Lions. In week three, the Packers won 34-27, to so are the Packers sweeping the Lions out of the playoffs? Not necessarily, not mathematically out of it. Not mathematically. But, n- who, but who's going to win the division? If you're saying the Bucks win... Yeah, it's who's going to guarantee playoff? Who's going to guarantee Yes, who's going to guarantee winning the North? Yep. Packers. The king of the north. Packers. The Packers are winning. Packers. They're sweeping. Yes. Yes. <sighs> you sound confident about this. I don't know about that one. But yeah, Packers. Packers. For sure, Packers? If you keep saying Packers, doesn't mean it's more true. I mean... I hope so. That's what I'm hoping for. That's the tough one. <laughs> now you've said it, you're hoping for it. Yeah, of course, yeah. So, we'll see. Well, that's it. That is it, King. That is the end of the regular season. End of my picks? Or am I pick your, it no, you're picking playoffs. playoffs. Oh, oh right. yeah. Well, all right, we're doing that then. We're <laughs> getting away with it there. No, fine. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, so we're going to whittle down from 32 teams to 12. So 20 teams say bye-bye, and they start getting ready for the draft. Why don't you do playoff picks? No. Oh. No one wants to know my picks. It's the King's picks. All oh, right, okay. No one cares about my picks. Fine. I'll Plus, do them I'm, again. I'm always wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you're just sometimes wrong. I've not gone below 500 by one week this season. Hmm. So I've done all right. You're probably all right with most of those. Probably all right. There we go. Yeah. Well, let's wrap divisional divisional always throws up some stuff. Yes, it does. That's true. You're the you're, and you're normally the one that educates me on that. Yeah, like the Rams and the Seahawks. Yeah. <laughs> Told scenario. <laughs> but yeah. All right, guys. Well, that's the end of this podcast. Yes. Um, thanks very much for listening. We won't Remember, speak to them until the new year. No, it's going to be the new year. So hope you've had a good Christmas. Hope that Santa's given you all the toys you wanted, and uh, given your team a win. Yeah, can't be true for everyone, but uh, didn't give me that. Didn't give you, <laughs> yeah. But you gifted one for the Browns, yeah, so you know you should true. feel better about. Yeah, that. I feel good. Um, yeah, make sure you have a safe New Year's. Uh, watch out for alcohol poisoning. Yep, and people spiking your drinks. Yeah, because it could be the king. I was going to say um, in the Reading area. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we we really hope you have a really good New Year, and we're looking forward to all those games. Make sure you're subscribing to us on iTunes or whatever podcast site you're listening to yeah um have a look at our video for this week as well um yeah the king's picks just the type king's that picks. type down to youtube and you'll find us or just go to jimtheking.com and you'll find the videos posted there as well there'll be links to everything Perfect. on that so yeah until next week guys i've been jim that's been the king and thanks so much for listening <laughs> <laughs>